This is The Midnight Club, a podcast for Athenas and Clydesdales and the rest of us that, when we come in last, it's still coming in first. When I wake up, I can't even stay up. I slept through the day, fuck, I'm not getting Hey. Hey. It's for horses. Better for cows. Pigs don't like it because they don't know how. How? Right. I, I've, ne- I've never never heard the whole shebang. But you know what? People also haven't heard in a while, Kelly. The Midnight Club. Boom, boom, boom. Welcome back, everybody. And we even got a text message today from a very special listener. Someone that I've known, I think, my whole life. And someone you've known for most of yours, right, Kelly? This is true. A shout out to... Marisa Romero and I pause on that because Marisa uh, I called you Marissa my whole life and I guess you never corrected me so well and also she just got married do you know her new name she's now hyphenated she is now Romero Romero Stein really yeah oh, hey right on <laughs> Uh, well, good. That's, that's a good, solid, strong name. Strong. Kelly's taking a picture, presumably to send to Marisa. But welcome back to the Midnight Club, everybody. We had a little bit of a hiatus. It's, it was kind of an exhausting uh, time. So anytime we go to record, it just was never necessarily the right time. But hey, the nighttime is the right time. I was and a stick in the mud. You were in a stick in the just you know, we got a lot going on. But we we did want to, to there's one particular event we wanted to, to share, but uh, I guess the timeline of things is we were in Vic, we recorded about Victoria, but before Victoria we had been at Panama City Beach, Florida, where we did the seventy point three relay. Mm-hmm. And that was very fun. That's what we're gonna talk about. But just to fast forward past that, we we had this idea to pack up the house. Well, pack up and <laughs> take things out of the house and then pack things up in my pilot. And we meandered our way down to Texas and then flew down to the Yucatan Peninsula in Mexico and then flew back. And then we meandered through the West Coast back here to Seattle. And We've also we're, been to Italy and you've up, been to... Uh, Save the world. Well, no, we did post one time after that. Oh, okay. But even into that, yeah, I, I did. I was trying to, you know, was trying to help out some of the refugees and whatnot in Slovakia. Um, I, I didn't. Find, I, I signed up for from different websites and didn't end up having a chance to. Yeah, ghosted. Vol. I got ghosted. It's really it's one thing when you travel someplace and get ghosted when you're volunteering. So, uh, but hey, it happens. And, uh, but I did have a chance to spend some time with you in Rome. Saw the Vatican. Saw some other areas of Rome. And then you took a tour of the boot. Da boot. Da da boot. Yeah, down in Italy with uh, your your bestie mm-hmm. Kelly Windenberg. K-Dub, as she's affectionately known in inner circles, and by inner circles, by me. Um, But yeah, so we just, uh, well, yeah, so we've been just kind of We have a lot to talk about. We do have a lot to talk about. It's been a busy summer. Very busy summer, so I guess we'll just take it. How are you doing? You know, uh, life is crazy right now. Life is a little stressed. Even the other night when you had mentioned, like, well, hey, this is something that you always will be doing. You know, uh, I hope not to this extent. I'm trying to 
via practice, but there's a lot of stress and paperwork and everything to be able to get this practice that also will be a, it's essentially a startup, a glorified startup. It's not a well-oiled machine. for anyone who doesn't know, he pulls teeth. I'm a dentist, <laughs> a yes. And, and uh, which don't hold that against me. And, <laughs> and there's a, definitely more fun things in life to do, but uh, you know, by trade, still doing the dentistry thing. And there's this practice that I'm trying to buy and then be able to bring it up to where it needs to be. There's a lot of, it's just not where it needs to be. It's kind of like the fixer upper house. And then speaking of house, we've also been trying to get houses, so practices, houses, jobs, all that fun stuff. But we'll get there. We'll get there. I hope. Me too. Can't live like this, man. It's a funky time, too, because <laughs> I'm spending some time at my parents' house, your, your parents' house, yeah. and yeah. And how are you doing, Kelly? I'm, you know, I'm doing okay. I'm ready, I'm ready to go, go uh, travel back in time to times of more stability. Back in. So this includes not ever starting to date me. True. Uh, <laughs> it so has been a wild. It's been it's been Mr. Toe's wild ride since you came in my life, but in a good way. Well, that's a, you said in a good way for you know, but then I get to the lately. I'm just like I hope that still is the case, or is it like you know what? I, I appreciated what I had before, but um, but minute, we will I'm have tired. that stability. I'm tired. I understand. I understand. And I realize this is also the classic where if, if you know, um, yeah, some, it just, yes, I want you to feel stable in every which way, hun. I got you covered. You got me, boo. I got you, boo. Just keep, I'm also going to go to the casinos veggie, tonight. Veggie bratwurst, and we're good. Okay. So I'll go back up to the, the Emerald Queen Casino. I'll try my luck on that then because gambling has always worked out for uh, yeah, me. Yeah, no. Um, so where are we tonight? We are at the Rhine House. Rhine House, the beer garden at the Rhine House. Up on the hill. Yep. The Capitol Hill the in Capitol Seattle. The Capitol Hill. It, it, this is true. So we, and I still want to record here at some point. Uh, the Mariners are in town. They're playing the Washington Nationals. And r right across the street was the Pyramid Ale um, Pyramid Ale Brewery. Bre yeah. And it was a victim of COVID. It went under. And then the Mariners, they bought it out. And then they actually, there's a black-owned um, company, like brew company, mm -hmm. that they've now been able to put their brewery in. And so that opened up, and you have a Steelhead Alley. And now what's it called? Well, the Steelhead Alley, and then this one's called Hatback, Hatback Brewery right. and, or Restaurant and Grill Brewery. Yeah, so we were grill. trying to get there, it but just, it was madness. Yeah, it was which mad is good for them, right? Well, good for them. And then we weren't sure if we were going to go to the game. We wouldn't. Own, we didn't want to pay fourteen dollars for parking. Yeah. So then Kelly Google searched. What did you Google search? It was good place to I watch just put game. Sports bar. So I knew there'd be a game on if there was a sports bar. So we came into the Ryan House, and as you could guess, has a very German theme and a wonderful outdoor patio. This is the one time of the year, that small window where the weather is, is warm. Cooperating. Where it's, you know, 8.30 at night and it's still 80 degrees. Yeah. They got and bocce. So here we are. We got, they got, we got bocce going. We got the Mariners on. They're up 2-0. Uh, the Mariners are good for right now. Um, I was telling Kelly earlier, I think I saw that there's an 85% chance that they will make the playoffs, which means they'll find that 15%. And 100% chance they'll never win the World Series. <laughs> well, there, I, did I tell you about the stat? So, one, here, here's a good trivia question. This is going to – everybody out there, if you're not into sports, into sports, whatever, you will go to a trivia at night, and you are going to get this question, and now – 
Thanks to the Mariners, you will get it right. What is the one team in all of baseball to have never made the World Series? Seattle. Seattle ding, Mariners. Ding, 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 ding. But here's another but step. It, it was built on on. Uh, on I, I believe this now. Native I don't American know what I believe as far as spirituality right? and, and God, and but I do believe this. The rumor is the Mariners keep sucking because they built, well, the kingdom, and then especially when they moved to the Safeco uh, Field, now T-Mobile Park, that they it was an ancient Native American burial ground. So they're cursed. I, hey, I bet if they played some games in Everest and Kirkland, our hometown, <laughs> they would be 162 and 0. Um, but here's another stat to go with that World Series stat: uh, the Mariners lead baseball in the most players with ruptured testicles. Mitch Hanniger yeah, was the. Yeah, you told me that. Like, who's keeping count? That's what I oh, they, know. they keep. Uh, is it Elias Sports Bureau? But they now have the highest ratio of burst testicles to World Series if, appearances. Are they like not wearing cups? Is it a superstition? No, I don't know thing? what happened with Mitch Hanniger. No, everyone wears a cup. Hmm. But How it, you bust it's a, a four to zero ratio. The Mariners have the highest ratio of World Series or bust burst testicles to World Series. So if you're somebody, if you're a, a professional baseball player listening to this, and you're like, look, do I want to run the? You have a greater risk of bursting a testicle than going to the World Series. Maybe Seattle's <laughs> not for you. So sounds painful. Very painful. Just like it is being a Mariners fan. Uh-huh. But anywho, we're here at the Ryan House. and it's We're about swell. to go back in time. Back in time. All the way back to... Um, the well, Redneck there, Riviera. There, there's a little bit of... Uh, when, were, when was that? Did you say, was, oh, the Redneck Riviera, yeah, yes. Was that March? No, it was um, May? early May. And let me back this up just a little, little bit more. So... Kelly, despite her wanting to go back in a time machine and not accept that friend request on Facebook when I messaged her, um, I, I have been wanting to ask for her hand to be my special lady for time. Who knows about eternity, but at least time. And I thought about even trying to propose to her. Well, he's tried a few yeah. times. I keep fucking. I kept fucking it up. I, well, I wasn't, I wasn't having quite it. get into that. Uh, but uh, <laughs> but that was not the case in Mexico. So Ironman Mexico, we've talked about it on this podcast. I was thinking of proposing then, and I was trying to make it spontaneous. And then I, I had this urge when we were in Cancun, like maybe this is it. Maybe this is the time. Like white sandy beach. We're relaxed. And I look to my left, like twenty yards. <laughs> And I see like this eternal flame and an arch and rose petals. I'm like, what the? And then I realize somebody's prepaid to have this engagement the whole moment. Setup. But the thing about that too, and that's not us, no. is that the, the photographer from the hotel is, was walking the person through it and like, this is what you know we'll do. And this is like, okay, cool. And then they do it. And then the guy's like, you can see him like, hey, gets down. And then she's like, no way. What? What's happening? I don't like believe four it. Photographers. Uh, and you're like, well, come on, lady <laughs> bullshit. Like, you know exactly what's happening. In fact, I almost wanted to stand up. I'm like, knock it off. You're full of shit, lady. Kind of like Jason Siegel in uh, Forgetting Sarah Marshall. It's our when favorite. He's, when, when he's like, oh, Destination Wedding in Hawaii, real original. <laughs> um, so I decided uh, proposing next to that 20 yards away and not the smartest thing to do. And so I've been trying to scheme and scheme and scheme. And then I had a bright idea. So um, 
you know, we've gotten in, in, into triathlons and some have preferred some modalities over others. Kelly definitely prefers the run. I is scared of the swim. And kind of the bike too, right? Yeah. So, More the swim, but yes. Well, what happened is I signed up. I'm like, okay, Panama City, 70.3. We're going to do this relay. I originally had asked my brother to, to do the bike. What I thought was going to happen, happened. It's really easy to say, yes, I'll, I'll ride that 56 miles, you know, in nine months. And the nine months, you know, eight months goes by. And you're like, oh, crap. That, that's, He's a pussy. He pussied out. So then what happened is I was then going to do the swim and the bike. But I had this in my mind. I can be kind of like Clark Roosevelt with this. I visualized, like, hey, we're going to do this event. And I will have handed off to Kelly, and I'll have the engagement ring, and you know she's gonna finish it. And she'll cross the finish line, and it'll be the special moment because this is us. This is what we're into. We do these events. We we do triathlons and uh, especially ultra marathons and whatnot. Like this is gonna be awesome. This will be perfect. And I. <laughs> Not necessarily by choice. The previous year when I did the uh, Panama City 70.3, I was in one of the shittiest motels I've ever stayed in. He came home with bed bugs. I like, came home no with bed bugs. Joke. I was able to treat them, thank God. But it was still like 280 a night. Well, this time I, I got hotel extra early. Mm-hmm. I got at the Holiday Inn Express. But Which it, sounds shitty. It is super nice. It was it's a like really resort. good resort. Nice. Yeah, right there on the white sandy beaches. So I thought this is going to be perfect. This is going to be great. So I had everything like mapped out, ready to go, and Kelly had this ring from her before that I knew was her birthstone, and you know, she, I, it's something that you want to get in, in, engaged with, but I figured it would be kind of like a stopgap ring until we get the real deal. So as we got closer for, for it the- It wasn't my, it, it was the same color as my birthstone, it wasn't my birthstone, but the same color. Okay, okay, same co- gotcha. So I grabbed what I thought, you know, well, I grabbed what I thought was your ring. And um, I went ahead, you know, we got packed, we got ready to go, and then I read the instructions for the relay where how I pass off the, it's the monitor from, like, you, you know, from my ankle, then you put on your ankle, and then it says, sometimes Iron Man can be a little weird about stuff as far as, like, finish lines and who can be where and what, but it's like, no, the person that finishes the relay, they come across, they pick up the medals, and then you you get down on yeah, a knee. Yeah, sm- a smart and, move, though, like, have the they, person who just finished who's the most tired because everybody else has been resting on their fucking asses for hours, yeah, let them do do work after they're done. Makes Sorry. sense. Go Makes ahead. sense. Well, and then it's supposed to be that I kneel down, almost as I'm like a, a knight being, you know, turned into it like knighted. You get down to the sword on each side and, hey, I'll be down on a knee. That would be the perfect time to go ahead and propose. Mm-hmm. That was what I was thinking. And then we will be in the embrace of anticipated matrimony. Well, because um, we can just talk about the race a little bit. Like, we got there without a hitch. Mm-hmm. Uh, we did... It ended up, we needed to fly into Atlanta, and I guess we can talk about this a little bit. Uh, I'd never been to Atlanta. I'd never been to Atlanta. I had been wanting to go to Atlanta for a very long time. Not that impressed. Although, shout out to Slutty Vegan, because that shit was bomb. (laughs) That place was so amazing. Yeah, it really was. And everything there was very delicious, even if you're not a vegan. Um, oh, yeah. Very, very, very delicious food. And then we did go, uh, shoot, the Tabernacle. Is that what it's called? Oh, yeah. And we saw and a show. And then we saw a show, which is funny. We still left um, before the, before, it wasn't Jawbreaker. It was, um, goodness gracious me. 
That was maybe, a really cool venue. Maybe it was Jawbreaker because we almost saw remember. them in Seattle. But then we like, okay, let's take off. But what happened, one thing that was really funny too is when we were there at the Tabernacle, when we went to the bartender, I'm like, hey, what is something we need to see in Atlanta? Like, oh, yeah. Like, don't skip Atlanta without going here. I almost forgot about that place. Well, and what they described, like, well, it's this hotel, and they got a rooftop balcony, and like, awesome. And then they were very... They're like, know, there's squeamish. a club like, down and below. And then down below, we're not going to tell you, tell you too much. And, of course, here I'm scrambling to look up what it was called. Do you remember? No. Oh. Maybe I'll have to put this in the show notes then. Yeah, put it in the show notes. Okay, put it in the show notes. So, so we show up, and we go downstairs, and it was almost like... As soon as we went downstairs, it was like a $20 cover charge. Like, is this... That's the vibe you get, and you look in like, oh, okay, it's a strip club, but... But not just a strip club. <clears throat> it's, it's one... A lot of body positivity with the strippers. Which is cool. One I thought was a man, Super but you're dirty. pretty sure was a uh, it was, Oh, was that a wasn't a man. Okay, it wasn't a man. I wasn't sure if it was trans or whatever. But it was a dive bar, but it wasn't... How would you put it? It was like the diviest bar. It's the least bar, like the, sexual the, strip club of yeah, strip clubs. Yeah, no, it was just like... I. Yeah, it's hard to explain. Yeah, so yes, you are like, getting your... Cheap beer, and you're talking with whomever, uh, like Dave Chappelle's. Well, I'm saying Dave Chappelle doesn't go to strip clubs. It's just the kind of thing where people Think might about go hang out. the diviest bar that's always open, usually past when lawfully they're supposed to close. They have mostly regulars there, missing teeth, like every, it's yeah. equal opportunity. And, and people you would not expect to be and strippers. And think about those patrons getting stripping. up and taking off their clothes and stripping. Yes. It was that. It was totally that. It was so, my jam. I actually felt more comfortable in that strip club than I had in any other one we have ever been to. Even the one with the salad bar in Oh, yeah, Portland, in Portland. That was, that was, that was uh, yeah, horrific. Or the one where... You got to, you, you got to. Uh, Do we share that the Puerto Rico story? I don't know. I don't even know we didn't have one. Poor Clint. He got handed a wad of cash by presumably so a drug dealer. So we're going to stop, you know, we just stop by, like, hey, check this out. Kelly, do her parents listen to this? Well, anyway. Mom's I'm sure they, at least mine wouldn't be shocked about anything. I think your dad does on occasion. <laughs> but Kelly was trying to be, like, you know, a good girlfriend and, like, hey, we'll go stop by here. And then, holy crap, these people were just so, like, aggressive and this and that. Well, I, I got to the point, I just, I couldn't find you. I just start running. I run out of this. So, By the way, this okay, is in so, San Juan, Puerto Rico. So the bouncer, I don't know if he was a bouncer. I don't know if he was just there, but there was this guy. Well, and I was he come, was like, hey, oh, sorry, go ahead. Well, no, just that I, I like, I see you in a comment, like, who are you talking to? And it's a guy that like, sells crack and whatnot. Like, wait, hang on. So, like, <laughs> I'm trying to run away from these aggressive strippers that seem to want a whole lot more than just, well, yeah, let me dance. Crack and then I'm like, dealer, wait, are you dealing like, for crack? Gave, with the gave you a wad of cash. But like, then he was, then yeah, he was like, oh, bring Brings us all in, and then and then this chick wanted you just stick cash up her cooter. Yeah, I, that's what I was like. Ran, what? And all of a sudden, shit? I'm outside and I see him running by. Well, I was running. I do word. remember. I just shouting, "Too aggressive! Too aggressive! Too aggressive! We gotta <laughs> let's God, go!" I broke let's go. the Mormon. <laughs> yeah, that's true. So, uh, so this one was not that. It was not. This is. Not this would almost be like like if you were trashy enough, you bring your kids, you have a right, burger. Right. <laughs> Exactly, exactly. So you literally it was talk the kind of about the first day. I think we had a drink. Yeah. I mean, just we had a drink, checked like, oh, this is this is interesting, this is fun. Then we went up to the rooftop, 
which is totally so, different. It's, it's totally different. Which is a different business, but they're all kind of interconnected. So there's a, the down. You thought it'd be perfect place for a bachelor yeah, party, the, right? Right, it's a one-stop shop. So the downstairs is this, you know, diving strip club. Then you have a pretty decent boutique hotel, and then they have this like full rooftop bar that's super loungy feel with like a view of Hotlanta. Mm-hmm. It's the perfect place for. It was a so funny because the bartender, when she did say, "Oh, what have you seen so far?" and I'm like, "Well, Martin." Luther King's, you know, birth home, his monument where they, you know, where they, you know, used to preach at. And then she's like, yeah, I'm almost afraid to tell you what I was about to tell you. I think she she wasn't sure. I'm like, no, go for it. Because, yeah, you don't really think like, let me see about this, you know, the guy that marched for peace and then, oh, you know. <laughs> Unique uh, stripping, you know, holding a, a schlitz, yeah, you know which what? apparently is I bet MLK no enjoyed himself a good stripper back in the day. I'm just going to throw uh, that out there. Apparently, he enjoyed a lot more than that, and often. Sure. So you can, you can do both. Um, <laughs> hell, maybe he's even been at the place we're talking about right now. Um, so, anywho, that was Atlanta, and the next morning we needed to get on the road for a five-hour drive. I got drive. to go through Alabama. Never yep. been through Bama. So we went south, and then we cut through. A whole lot of nothing. Uh, definitely a whole lot of nothing. We did go through Dothan. So, Bernie, if you're if you're listening, we went through one of the places you lived out on your mission, I believe. Oh, that's right. Yeah. How? I would run away. I think I'd run away. Well, someone else that my brother and I know, like, he did the same mission here. as There's Bernie Trost. Yeah. And one weekend, I think they just took off and went to New There's Orleans. There's like 25 people. Which Who is are that you a big? That's a big no-no. But after being in Dothan after a while, like. Look, I, I need I need some, I need some beignets in the French Quarter, or I'm I'm leaving the church, let alone my mission. So, <laughs> um, so yeah, we went through Dothan, and then yeah, you get down to the Redneck Riviera. And what's interesting is, my first time visiting it, I remember just being like, this place is so trashy. Why do people come here for vacation? But now staying at the Holiday Inn, I understand where very awesome white sand, pristine beaches, and then it's lined with nice resorts, and then after the resorts is where do you get more of the um, Ripley's, the Ripley's Believe It or not. not and like, you know, like the, the putt-putt golf. The rides like, that are rusty. Yeah. But like kids love that shit. So it really is well, a family-oriented place. Tom Hadley, a buddy of mine in Nashville, that's where he takes his family every year. And I think he's, it's, it's I think, it, I, I need to, actually I might see him this week. I'll probably just ask him, is it the kind of thing, do you stay at the resort and then you want some cheap entertainment, you take the kids to the rusty amusement park or the putt-putt golf or the whatever? Because Jack and Alice, I don't think they would really, they, they would never be it. like, oh, I'm too highbrow for this. Yeah, no, no. And you can ride around in golf carts. Like, how cool is that? That was funny. The previous year, we're, we're still kind of recovering from COVID, but low inventory of cars and everything. And I had it, the only thing I could get was a golf cart. So 4 a.m., I'm taking a golf cart to the start line. <laughs> um, so, yeah, the, the Holiday Inn Express, amazing pool. Unfortunately, a very cold, lazy river, so we didn't spend too much time in that. And then, yeah, I had a chance to get in the ocean, but it was very, very windy. And as a result, for bike check-in, too many bikes were blowing around that they even just sent a memo and said, like, look, go ahead and bring your bike day of. Which for Ironman, that's a bit, like, you, normally, if you try to check in your bike the day of, past bike check-in, they won't even let you race. Nope. So this time, just to show you how bad it was, but also as a result, there was the two red flags, which means... No swim. The swim is canceled, which I'm kind of glad we 
Kelly had dared me to, and I thought if any race I'm going to do it, this would be the one to do it. She's oh, like, yeah. will you race in the Speedo? There's the Speedo that one looked like a Def Leppard, you know, something like the Def Leppard fan club would wear. It was absorbently expensive. Yeah, it was like 80 bucks for it was a Speedo. Iron Man. Like, eh. Iron and then Man this Speedo. one got canceled anyway. And I'm like, well, do I wear that? Wear that and then put my tri suit over it. You know, how does that really work? Um, but the next morning, actually, it was kind of annoying because we we got up to go to the start line, and we both get really, really nervous for races. Kelly. You get really funny. A lot of times you get really, really anxious. But I remember, I, uh, for me, I just want to check in, get my bracelet, and get out of there. And I remember, like, well, do, can we wait? Um, you know, or you know, what about the sunset? And like, let's just go check in. This is a couple days oh, before. And then we get there, and there's like eight people in front of us. And all of a sudden, she blurs out. She's like, "Well, I guess we're not catching the sunset." I go, huh? "There goes the sunset." <laughs> and then the day I become very snarky and introverted all at the same time, which is not a good mix for anyone around me. Well. It's all nerve. That was funny. And then we showed up. Now, again, early in the morning, you, and you go through the whole routine. You're nervous, nervous stomach. We, you know, let's have our oatmeal. Let's have our sandwiches. Let's get everything ready. We got all the way down to transition. And then, like, folks, you know, double red flags. The swim is canceled. And Kelly, they waited just, until we were fucking she down looks at the, she at the just, start line. Fuck you. <laughs> we could have slept in another two hours. But they, ha yeah, they've had the red flag. I, I didn't it know what the red flags meant at first. Before. Yeah, dual red flags day before, night of, morning of. Maybe they were just waiting to the last possible moment. But and here, here, the thing is, is it's an accumulative effect. This isn't the first time Iron Man has fucked us. <laughs> And so, you know, True. there's only so many times before you get a fuck you. Yeah, no, it's a good point. It's a good point. Be a better race director. Yeah, yeah, no, that's true. Because uh, the previous November in the full Ironman that's there, the Ironman Florida, they didn't cancel the swim. Maybe they... Maybe it's like, well, we don't have the two flags. And that's the one that they had, was People, it like upwards of 25% of participants not, couldn't finish yeah. the swim? Because they didn't adjust the swim time, the cutoff. Right? No, no. And, and and here's the thing with Ironman. If it's a fast course, sometimes they'll make it like, oh, we're going to lower the time. But they did not account that like tough shit. Like one guy swam over like three and a half miles and you're supposed to go 2.4. Bouncing back to the shore. And people that normally will finish the swim in like an hour and 15, you got to be like two hours and 10 minutes. You know, you get the cutoff time or no, 2.20 and they, they, they didn't make it like, oh, sorry. So like you get down there, it's not the easiest place to get to and then, oh, you're not able to finish the swim and people are so pissed that they didn't cancel the swim. So, it, it, yeah, they just, it's bad timing all around or yeah. bad judgment of when to either cancel or continue with something. So, as a result, what they do is they do this rolling start. We're going to go two cyclists at a time, like every, was it 10 seconds? Yeah. But then when you do the math, you're like, wait a minute. This is going to be, gonna be several like seven hours. hours. <laughs> what the shit? So we went back to the hotel. We went back to the hotel, and I waited. But, of course, I kept, like, I couldn't really sleep because I'm like, oh, I don't want to over oversleep. And so finally I just went down to the start line. Kelly stayed at the hotel, grabbed the ring, made sure I had that ring with me. And um, finally I don't start. Uh, it was very late in the morning. Mm -hmm. It was, and so, and in and, and, and that particular race, you're trying to not only beat the heat but beat the wind. But then I got on the ride, and it was like the best bike ride of my life. Like you just, you're flying. Normally, I'm happy if I can go 16 miles an hour, <laughs> and I think I finished at almost 19 miles an hour. Like was my split time for that. Like holy crap, this is amazing. 
and so um, I get you know get done with the ride. I see Kelly, and I take off the you know the ankle, the timing chip, give it to her, and she's off. And this is my first relay, and here's the thing about it. Now, heat of the day, and you kind of almost feel like cheating because they're like, well, someone else is going. It's almost like Kelly's going for me. You know, I'm, I'm calling Michael Villa Carlos and like, hey, what's going on, man? But then it's almost like I feel like you literally feel like you're cheating, like someone's running running this for me. I should be out there. And then I tried catching up to you a couple times, and I couldn't quite find you. But I also know that me finding you and cheering you makes you really, really nervous. So what I did is I hung out for a bit. I'm like, okay, I'm just going to go way by the finish line, get to the finish line. And I'm like, well, maybe I can go over this stand. And then the wind came, and it literally blew away like two or three of the event tents. So I saw that. I'm like, well, not there. And then I look over this other place, and it's like, oh, okay, maybe I could do it over here. But then I realized. Okay, so tents blown over. You're trying to find a spot. Um... Oh, so trying to find a spot. One's kind of like by the serving sandwiches, and the one's by a garbage can. And um, I, uh, um, Kubi Dabi Zabi Dabi. Oh, and so like I'm waiting, hanging out, and then you know, I'm getting nervous, getting nervous. Then I see Kelly. Like here she comes. Like okay, this is great. And then I'm, I'm like, okay, we gotta go get our medals. Okay, pause right there. Oh, Let okay. me tell you about my little venture uh, okay, okay. around the block <laughs> on the run because it was the heat of the day. Because by then it was what afternoon, early afternoon, and there's no fucking shade on that entire course. Not at all. And we are in Florida, and it is summer, and it sucks. Well, I guess technically it's still spring, but still. And I was. Not ha one, not having it, and also puking. I think I puked three times on the course, and so by the time I got to you, I was over it. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I just wanted to go in the ocean, and that says something because I'm scared of the ocean. <laughs> no, very true, very true. But so when I see Kelly, she can say, hey, "Get the medals," and then I'm like, "You got to bestow this upon me." What are you talking about? And I'm like, "No, no, you got to." You know, I could tell she wasn't as as uh, as cheery. You know, but also, did, you know, I didn't realize to the extent of like you were experiencing your symptoms. So we go over to the sand, and then. Well, no, I'm also like, who the fuck are you? I don't. I'm not gonna bestow a medal on well, you while like, you're meal. And, then you and just you're just like, that's the rule. You just toss it, and you're like, here, take the medal. I'm like, no. So I get down on my knees, and then, then did I even put it on? I don't remember. I, I just remember it? you got down on your knee, and then people kind of were like, <gasps> and. I could tell, like, kind of what was happening, and, and there's people that are stopping, thinking that they're going to see this proposal. Right. And then they keep walking, because they're like, oh. Because then I'm like, hey, will you marry me? And your response was, thank you. Like, thank you. Okay. Uh, is that a yes? Is that a... Huh? And then I wasn't even quite sure... One other thing to keep in mind, too, this ring the previous night I noticed was green. Yeah. And I'm like, wait, that's not her birthstone? What color is your birthstone? It's yellow. Yellow. So I'm like, huh. I'm, you know, I've got this plan. I'm just going to go with it. And um, so we, uh, uh, you know, I, I think I got a confirmation. Like, did you finally say yes or whatever? Or was that a yes? And then we do go over in, in front of the, I'll, I'll put this in the show. Actually, it'll probably be the picture for the episode. Uh, but they usually have like a backdrop. You get a picture. And I thought we had a yeah. very nice photo. I'm like, hey, it this did. could be our engagement photo. And, uh, but then like you needed some time. 
I wasn't sure of time to just double check if this is what you wanted to do, but you just said you needed some time to. I was like recover. overheated. I think. Over, okay, I yeah. Like I just need some time to myself. And like, all that right. was a lot. Um, then I, I come to find out what was the truth of the what ring did I grab, Kelly? Did I grab the right one? Well, no. And first and foremost, I think about ninety nine point nine percent of people usually get a ring, and then propose to somebody. So. Picking one of my own I already had anyways. No, but this is one specifically that I was with you that yeah. I thought you had gotten. Like, this is what I, that yeah, you wanted want, to get yeah. engaged with. So that's the reason why. You don't, yes, you don't normally take someone's stash. <laughs> I was trying to find the original ring that you had wanted to get but engaged with. But what happened on your 24-hour swim that, remember, the center stone had fallen out. And it was never. Oh, okay. And it was a very expensive center stone. So so then I was like, shit, is this even the right ring? So he, and it was he not the right ring. He brought an emerald, which is very different than a yellow diamond. So there's that. And then... <laughs> And then um, it was, it's, it's a beautiful emerald ring. It's like a three and a half carat, uh, what is that? I think it's an emerald cut. Emerald cut, yeah. is what you call it? Um, solitaire. And he brought that ring, and that ring just happened to be the ring that I purchased for myself when my divorce got finalized with one of my first alimony payments. So my ex-husband bought that ring as a fuck you to him that I was divorced. <laughs> right. <laughs> so then I find out, oh, this is your divorce ring. Yeah, that was my divorce ring. Oh, my God. So, yeah, because I figured my thought process is that, hey, there's this ring that you'd gotten, you'd wanted to get engaged with. Yeah. We'll have that because there's this moment because I wanted to surprise you, and then we'll go ring shopping. What happened, though, when I was in the Czech Republic, um, you know, it's a place for me having lived there, did my Mormon mission there. They're big into garnets, and so, like... I still plan on getting a different ring for you, um, because but I still wanted something that was more personal, like a me to you. So I was in the town of Karlovivari, or Carlsbad is what that, well, that's what it translates to, but into German, but we say Carlsbad, which literally just means like Carl's bath. Mm -hmm. But it's a garnet ring with um, uh, silver. You're thinking of switching out. Again, I gave that to you as a stopgap. You said you like it, but we can, Whatever you want to formulate, we can do it. But I notice you've had nothing to do with your divorce ring ever since I've gotten you this ring. So no, I wonder if I packed it. So that's good. <laughs> <laughs> um, so that, yeah, I and 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 did we mention the other so business that engaged. happened at the same time, hun? We're engaged, yay! Do I mention the other for Panama? The significance of the trip, or should we save it for a different time? Or do we save it for a different time? Well, just it was it was a momentous and uh, a, a, a very special trip for many reasons. He put his pee in my V and knocked me up. Not on that trip. No. But, but I, I found, found out I that found I had. I found out on that trip. He found out on that trip. And I thought, one, I thought you were totally catching on because when you then came back and he gave me the, the, the pregnancy test and the bib, I happened to just go, this kid's showing me up already. <laughs> and you're like, what? No, 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 nothing. Right, right. Yeah. So that's that's why I was like, oh. So the longest time, I'm like, we should name the kid Panama. We got engaged in Panama City. You know, that's where we found out we were expecting Panama City. So 
Uh, I think we conceived while listening to the song Panama. Probably. So yeah, that's but but she didn't like even before you found out the gender, you didn't really like it. I don't know. I mean, I, I feel like I'd be more. If it was a girl, would you okay, actually consider Panama? If it was Panama? a girl, I would have considered yeah. it. But this kid's got to take this name to the playground. It's true, but I did just show you for the first time Johnny Cash's song, A Boy Named Sue. Yes, and how did that... At the end of the day... Well, actually, it was funny, because at the end of the day, you think that he's like, I'm glad that it happened, and he has his own son. I'm going to name him, and then the the funny joke is... Anything but Sue. Yeah, anything but Sue. Yeah. So, yeah, that was a 70.3. So, it always have a special place for me, because Great Bike Ride really was fun. Resort was amazing. You know, and I think we decided next time we take the kids... Yeah, you know what? Well, I found yeah. out going to be like you know a a, a a daddy in a different you know like to to my own seed. Yeah, <laughs> you want to put that? Um, it was great, but 100%. We both kept thinking the whole time like, oh, this would be great for Jack and Alice. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and I, I think they would like that too. And then even if it's like, okay, if you want some, yeah, we time, realized because get- we didn't know we were going to originally maybe take them, but we yeah, did. Right, we were. Yeah, we didn't know because they're you know they're still. 11 and 13, and you're like, uh, 13, they can hang out. Know, but you know what? I say a majority of what Jack happens with Kelly and I, including this trip, is so we work, I didn't know if we we work really, really hard to get them to experience like cool stuff. Let's go see this. Let's go see that. And most of the time, I feel like we're just, it's like trying to give a cat a bath. Right. Um, but in this case, of course, the one time we were then like, maybe we don't take them, then they would have. Because I, and I, I did consider, because I considered trying to involve them on the engagement. Um, so. Well, Jack has his outfit all picked out for whenever we decide oh, he finally, to Okay, because he keeps searching, but he finally has one he likes. Oh, yeah. He's ready. And then, should we share what you're thinking of doing to, to, to tie the knot? Although I wasn't sure if yeah. we shouldn't do it this way, because, but you're fine. Go go ahead. I, I, I want to climb Rainier and do it at the top. Which I'm totally for, but you tell me this, and then the very next day, I read in the Seattle Times that some couple just did. I'm like, who cares? It's one couple. And did you know that? Or were you like, you thought you had this idea, and then like, I tell it. I assumed somebody had probably done it at some point in time, you know, but I don't think like one couple doing that should deter us. I mean, how many people get married at Chateau Saint Michel every year? But none, <laughs> nobody does. They no, people no, you're keep right. But it, also, this is supposed to be very. Yeah, yeah, you're right. You're right. I guess you just don't write the Seattle Times about it. Yeah. Maybe just Journal American. <laughs> does it even exist? The Kirkland Courier. When I had the first annual Brian Windorf Classic for pickleball the tournament, I I called them to report our numbers. And were they like Clayton? Uh, the guy acted like, "Yep, okay, read it, read it." Next day, I went to go see if they put it, and there was no footnote for Windorf Classic with Clayton Larson as the winner. Wow. So. You tried. I tried. Yep. Um, so will, we, will you go back? Are we going to go back and do this again? Panama City? Yeah. Honestly, for me at least, it's one of those races, especially if you want to do it as a relay, I could do annually. Like yeah. I, could, I could do that race in depth. I, I see why people call it one of their favorites. It's a flat course. There's no such thing as an easy course. Yeah. But I do say there's courses that are at least more fun or more conducive to... 
being fun, if that makes sense. Yeah. It's, it's a pretty boring course. You don't get a lot of coastline, which you're right on the coast. You think that you would. You get a um, little bit for the for bike. The, uh, the bike. But, yeah, you're right. You don't – you mainly with the bike, you go up. You go up for – shoot, I should know this by heart now. You go up for, like, five miles, and then it's an out. And then you go out towards the airport, and then you come back, and back. you turn, and you have, like, the last 10. So, yeah, I guess you only get about 15 miles on the coastline. The swim is cool. I do want the, – the hotel that's right next to over, right where Transition is, I do remember the first year looking back, and, and then you see people on their balconies with – Signs. Like, and signs and flags and stuff. And, like, it would be kind of cool if you're a spectator, if you could actually have this bird's eye view and watch the entire swim because totally. it's this um, essentially it's a, a three quarter rectangle for the Next swim. Next year we can have the kids up there watching the baby with signs. Oh they'll love us yeah, for right. that yeah. <laughs> Hopefully they don't uh, we're like I'm going to drop it, drop off, the it off the balcony. Like when we, when we told the kids we were in Mexico and rather than being like, oh, that's great, it's awesome, I'm going to have a brother, it's, do we have to keep the baby? Can, can we, we eat throw the it baby? Out the window? Jack can we said we it? could keep it if we name it Tom and it can live in the basement. And I think live in the basement like those kids in Austria that were, like, trapped in the basement. So, you know, they'll come around. They'll come, well, hopefully. They're warming up. But, you know, we'll take him to Panama City next year and do Panama this again. Panama City. Yeah, exactly. No, that sounds great to me. So, like, I, I liked it. Would you be open to doing the relay? Yeah. Yeah, I or would. Or the full if you want, but. Or if you can even do, would you be op- want me to do the swim and do the bike and run? Or yeah, I do that, sw- that could be a thing. Yeah. However you want to combine it. But it's definitely a race I'd recommend. I feel like your brother should stop being pussy and do the bike. Yeah, this would be a good bike for it's him. It's a flat he likes. Horse. He always gives me shit, it's but he loves the Tour de France, and he grew up riding his bike. So, come on, Lance. He's scared. He does to get an e-bike, which I guess still kind of makes him a pussy, right? I mean, <laughs> I can see his vagina from here, but, you know. Awesome. Well, um... Anything else to add into this, Kelly? No, it feels like so long ago. It does. It really does. But I'm glad we had a chance to go back and talk about it. Yeah. Oh, and and recording, too. It was always fun. It was always, um, yeah. No, it's good times. Hopefully we got one soon. Maybe even even next week. I don't know if I'm putting the the bar like. No, we we need to get back on a schedule. We have stories to tell. We do have stories. You know, what about that person who maybe was like, you know, I don't know about Florida because Florida is, you know, full of people Believe who fuck not, alligators. There have been people that have listened to our podcast preparing for a and I'm like, oh, cool. I'm glad yeah. you, you passed that on. Flat I mean, I, I do like reading and listening not to people's uh, race reports. No, absolutely. So, yeah. Yeah, yeah, just just know you're going to be really hot on the run. Hot on the run? Maybe just wear the Speedo. Just wear a Speedo the just whole time. The whole time. Actually, the whole time. It would be perfect. So, so and maybe Kelly and I will be there with a hose or something to, to rent, you know, cool you off. Something. If we're definitely doing a relay, I would try to set it up. If I could do it, like, whoever's not running, have that hose at mile. They, and they do have a couple places where there's a sprinkler going. That Like, someone has set up a sprinkler. So I set some Yeah, other and I can't place. say enough. Like, all the volunteers were super nice. And, you know, it was it was well run other than the whole, like, swim thing. I feel like. Yeah, yeah. No, I 
A lot of people thought they were going to cancel the night before. I wish they would have just gone in and canceled it. So we'll be back. We'll be back. Well, Until hey, uh, we can still. Uh, it's also active. Clint at mymidnightclub.com. It's so active. Not Kelly at mymidnightclub.com. Check us out on Facebook at My Midnight Club. Where else can we? Insta Insta Instagram, my midnight club, OnlyFans, thick athletes. <laughs> nah. Actually, I wonder if anyway, other works. Can you have a thick athletes OnlyFans, or is it like a person? Or I don't know. Let's find out. Well, if it's not taken, we'll I'm fill on again it. next so time. So try try to on the midnight club. Like and subscribe and pay then. So <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Well, till next time for. Kelly Christine Tipple, I am Clinton Scott Timmerman. Rock on, y'all. Bye.